D-A-K-I-C-K-B-A-C-K. Another episode of The Kickback with Sabrina, Sharika, and E.B. Sit back, relax, and vibe. What's good, Kickback family? It's your boy E.B., and I'm here with two of my nearest and dearest, two of my favorite people, Sharika and Sabrina, and hopefully the three of us together make your favorite people and your favorite podcast. Um, it's just another week at the lovely kickback. And if I had to give a temp check, um, I would say I'm probably 87, 88. I don't know. Things are good in my world. Uh, not really much that can bother me or get under my skin these days, especially when I get to, well, at least at the time of this recording, stay at home for the week because it's Thanksgiving week and, you know, vacation time, you put that in. But other than that, on other days when I just get to come home and come home to my wife and my son. Um, so Aww. it's just beautiful is that the song, it's not really a song, but there's a phrase um, by a guy by the name of Sean Combs. Oh, and no. I don't know how, <laughs> and this is in no way or in no light to... Um, the situation that we discussed last week on the pod, but okay. it seemed like my boy was dead serious when he always say, take that, take that. Because <laughs> my boy settled as quick as <laughs> good. Oh, nah, we gotta talk about uh, it. We definitely will talk about it, but t- this week's father's finding um, for me is that people love a stylish baby. Um, everything that mm-hmm. most recently um, had a chance to take the son to church for the first time. Um, but everything he had on, like none of it was name brand. It was just some loafers and a nice little outfit. But that was like the talk of the day. Of course, you know, him being handsome, him being chill, him being quiet, him being observant or tracking, as some would say, depending on terminology that for you want to sure. use. But a lot of people was just digging the swag, digging the fit, digging the shoes. So um, that's this week's father's finding. Sharika, Sabrina, how y'all doing? How y'all feeling? I'm feeling uh, much better after being back in my home church this Sunday after a lot of travels and being on the road. Y'all, the babies in the church, it's everything. Our pastor's baby girl, EB's baby boy, the baby that be with Ruby. Don't quite know who she is, but I be That's yes, Ruby baby. That's her daughter. Wait. Okay, yes, so Ruby. I'm not crazy. So a yeah, couple of years crazy. ago, the mom had a baby. And I was like, that can't be the same baby because it's the same size, Doug. Whose baby? And he's like, no, that's that same baby, the mom's baby. And I'm like, babe, that was two years ago. <laughs> so that is Ruby's actual baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Sorry, Kit Backers. I know y'all don't know who Ruby is. <laughs> this was really a mystery to be solved. And I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I just feel like I don't want to ask the questions. It's not me being scary. It's not me being fake. Honestly, it's me drinking my water and minding my business. But I'm just like, listen, all the babies were super cute. And EB's baby, I would expect nothing less from Judith and EB. But when I tell you his stroller, the covers, his face, the curl, the shirt, drink a peep fit, the what color pants? Green. The green pants. And his little loafers, like the cutest. I definitely was part of the crowd of people just making it such a big deal because it is a big deal because it's so cute. Ah, so I guess that's a part of my tent. Just feeling honestly really thankful to be in this season of my life where I have pastors that I can trust with my spiritual. First of all, your spiritual 
well-being is ultimately up to you. You have to like connect with God. But I love having leaders that I can trust to be like, hey, I'm going through this or hey, pray for me about this and really feel like they are making more on the floor for me. So shout out to my church family and to my pastors and shout out to this season, Thanksgiving. I told y'all last week, my plans, they have changed dramatically. Uh, my brother, my sister-in-law's husband's family was coming to town. They're no longer coming. My sister-in-law said she's sick. She doesn't want to get grandma sick. So long story short, at this point, it's going to be Doug and I. And it's my first Thanksgiving, not being with the crowd and all that. And so we're trying to make moves. I'm like, okay, are we going to hit up Golden Corral? Never really been to a restaurant on Thanksgiving. Are we going to chill at home? Like my dream would be to chill at home. We're house sitting right now. So to take the little dogs with us back to our house, get all the Christmas stuff, watch the Macy's Thanksgiving parade, make a small little Thanksgiving dinner and just have like, I don't know, I guess the first Thanksgiving memory of it just being us and our traditions. I don't know if my husband's on that. He's like, listen, this is my chance. I've always wanted to go to Golden Corral. Thanksgiving. And guess for Thanksgiving. He doesn't get get to go in general because a lot of people in his family don't like it. Y'all, I'm going to air my husband out and I'm so glad he doesn't listen to this. So at the end of the day, our Thanksgiving kept shrinking and then it was down to us. And then, you know, his grandma lives, his 90 year old grandma lives like 15 minutes from us. So his sister was like, since I'm sick and I don't want to get grandma sick, maybe y'all can do something. Doug literally said, we'll do something with her later on in the week. I had to talk my husband last night and be like, babe, I know you're not going to let grandma spend Thanksgiving alone when we're writing. And he's like, but she doesn't like Golden Corral. I'm I was like, if we don't go pick up your grandma, we can always go to Golden Corral. Or I was like, we can have two meals. She likes Cracker Barrel. We can have a Thanksgiving lunch with her and spend some time and then drop her off and then go there for dinner. I don't know. But when I tell y'all Doug is funny and don't let that little quiet face and those little darty eyes fool you, Doug is hilarious. Um, so because that's what I want. Oh, I have to talk about this other thing really quick too. Y'all know the healthcare system be trash. You go to get like a checkup for a cough and then like months later you get a bill for $500, that kind of thing. So we're pet sitting and we don't, we're pet sitting not far from where we actually live. So he goes there to get the mail and then he comes back over, whatever. He's there yesterday and I tell him his little Amazon package is there. He's like, it's not, but now we got the ring doorbell. I can see it. So this morning I'm trying to joke with him like, babe, I watched the footage. It's there. And Doug never says this to me, but he said, just stop. And I was like, he was like, I'm already in a bad mood, but it's not with you. And I'm thinking something major has happened because it is very rare for Doug to like not be just chill. It's not like he's super happy, super sad. He's just like on chill mode, right? So I'm like, uh oh, I got to stop playing. And he's like, I think like something terrible has happened. Y'all, why does he start going in about this bill he got from an appointment he had like in April? He's like, what the heck? I called them. They said they and change like providers or networks. So this thing is no longer included. Da 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 da. I'm like, babe, you have an HSA card. It can cover like, for me, we just get worked up about different things, which actually helps us because the other person is always there to like give the other spouse perspective, right? I'm like, this is not a big deal. This is why we say this is why we have HSA cards. This is a healthcare system. It'll get you every time. I got a bill not long ago for something. I haven't even looked at it because I'm like, I'll get to them when I get to them. It's like, whatever. So Doug is just funny from the Golden Corral. 
from literally almost choosing Golden Corral over his family wild and for him like snapping about this thing he got it sorted and he calmed down but it was so funny for him to be like I'm not in a joking mood right now because I want to vent about this healthcare system. He was going in. He was like, we need to go to the Capitol. And I'm like, not you being a January 6er. He's like, yes, we need to go down there, take their health insurance, give them the bottle so they can know what it feels like. He was really on one. So anyway, I say all that to say I'm also thankful for Doug. <laughs> um, my tip, I guess, is even though it's fall, I'm going to give it a sunny and 75. And y'all already know what my song is. I forget the name of the, um, I'm going to call her a priestess from the way she was delivering this sermon. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, <laughs> lamb, ram, hogs, dogs, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkey, rabbit, you name it. That's my song. You name it. I don't really know what the spread is going to be like. And this is another thing. We have very good friends who live in the area, like the Stickneys. I'm like, oh, we have Thanksgiving. He was like, no, I want to go to Cold Corral. <laughs> like, he is determined about this. So I guess I'm going to have all that stuff, the rolls, the honey, whatever they're going to have there. We'll find out. Sharika, how are you feeling? I'm doing great. My temp is 72. I am also excited for what the Thanksgiving is going to hold. I don't know either what it is. I, I heard my dad is on for, for chicken, making chicken and something else we have. I don't remember what it is. Chicken and something else. I'm like chicken and Thanksgiving. Who am I to question? So I'm minding my business because I'm not cooking the chicken. Um, I too was so excited to see EJ on Sunday, everyone likes a stylish person, period, but a stylish baby takes it to the next level. And of course, like Sabrina, I yes. expected nothing less from the Brafil. So, you know, I already knew EJ was going to come in stepping, even though he can't even walk because, you know, why, why wouldn't he? He was so cute and so sweet. And he was just chilling. He was just chilling. And yeah, we had, we had a good bit of babies there on Sunday. So it was so fun to see all the babies and their little smiles and their little personalities. So that was excited. I'm so interested to see like how EJ grows up because people say like you're surprised at how early kids I guess kids and then they become adults. Their personality is like how early it shows. You would think it shows a lot later than it does. And that a lot of the times, some of those same ways they were as babies, as they grow up, they become a, an extension of that same version of themselves. So I want to see if he's going to be as chill as he grows up. If he's going to be this chill later on, I'm interested to see. Um, so what else? I am preparing to, I told y'all, I think I told, yeah, I did tell y'all to travel for Thanksgiving. So that's exciting and to be with family. So yeah, I'm ready. Well, not really ready, but I'm just ready to have a break from work and join EB on vacation. Well, not physically join him, but he's already on the vacation. I have yet to join vacation life, but tomorrow morning, bright and early, I will be officially on vacation and I'm excited for it. You know, just get a break from work and, you know, go and be with the, your loved ones. So that's my temp. Do I have a song? I don't even know if I have a song. I couldn't think of one. 
But yeah, I'm doing great. Love it, love it. I'm evidently Cassie is doing great too. It was is she? Cool. Well, that's fair. We don't know, but she said it was amicable. So not even a full week ago, we were up here and we were discussing for some of us, it was shock for some of us, maybe to be expected the news that, um, Sean puppy daddy Combs, who I, you know, renamed he shitty was being accused of some really heinous things that, you know, aren't exactly PD from his ex girlfriend she was taking him to court in a civil case where she was saying you know for my pain and suffering 30 million right so i said on the pod you know as much as like we're innocent until proven guilty i was definitely more leaning towards the side of the victim because of all the allegations and for people confirming certain things like kid cuddy when she was like, you know, when I was trying to see him, did he threaten to blow up his car? And he did. And then Kid Cudi's representative were like, yes, his car was blown up. It's like, I don't really know what's missing. You know, the facts were there. Did he never said I didn't get his car blown up. So it was just things like that. But I still was really looking forward to them having their day in court. EB even said, Diddy is not Johnny Depp. We won't see it. And New York rarely does that anyway. But I was hoping, even if we didn't get to see the case, what's the lawyer's name on um, Twitter? Megan with the Bob. She'd be putting everybody's stuff out there. She's awesome. (laughs) You don't know. I think it's Megan Cundiff. I was hoping even if it was a close case to the public, she would be like putting out all the things so we could hear those details. Y'all, no sooner. I don't even, I think this happened before the podcast episode even aired possibly. We get an update. We get an update. It's on Newsweek. It's on all the social media platforms. They have settled and they both put out statements saying this is amicable. Diddy was saying, I wish Miss, whatever her new last name is, he was like, I wish her nothing but the best. And then his lawyer came out to be like, hey, just because we settled for an undisclosed amount doesn't mean my client feels like, you know, she is right. I'm like, sir, but she ain't <laughs> wrong. Like, I don't know how Sharik and Evie feel about it, but there have been so many jokes just about this is the quickest settlement in history. Um, Evie sent me, uh, oh, sent Sharika and I the most hilarious meme. That was a picture of Cassie. And it was like, if I send you this, that means I want my money today or within a day or something like that. Okay. Um, that 50 cent. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing because this is horrible, right? We have two ends of it. Like when a domestic violence or a sexually abused victim is brave enough to come out, that's just part one and a step of a whole healing and possibly traumatizing journey. Because if you're going to Kate court, you're putting all that business back out there. You're putting yourself up for ridicule. And there are people who are criticizing her. She's 19 when she met this 30 something year old man, right? There are people being like, she knew what it was. She should have just accepted it. And I feel like there's really no safe space for the victims. If you say something, why didn't you say something sooner? If you don't say something, why didn't you didn't, didn't say anything? If you send them to the cops, you're sending a black male to jail, black man to jail. I mean, you really can't win. So part of it is that, but then the other part of it is, was it about the money? So those are the two conversations that I've been seeing pretty um, prominently in the social media spaces, like, okay, like if it was so wrong and he did all these things, 
evidently word on the street is you first came to him and said, I'm coming out with this book. You need to give me this money. He said, no, I won't be blackmailed. Then you put out this civil case. Then he gives you the money. And now everybody's good. I think two things can be true. But before I speak more, I have to hear from Sharika and EB on this. Are you recovered from the whiplash? Like, what's going on? What are your thoughts? Yeah, so for me, um, like, and I didn't, because I didn't expect it to be this quick. So let me go ahead and preface it with that. But I know we talked last week of like, we knew it wouldn't be publicized or it wouldn't have like any form of mainstream media within the courtroom. Um, I thought it was at least going to go to, well, I knew it wasn't going to necessarily go to trial trial just because it was more of a lawsuit and not like a, I guess it wasn't like criminal charges. So I wasn't stressing it too much. Um, and I, like the, making the references of like P. Diddy and Johnny Depp on two different levels. But I was shocked that P. Diddy, like I was shocked that him and his team not taking her seriously because from stuff, other stuff yeah. that I've read, it seems as though she's been trying to get basically some form of compensation for months now, or if not years. And his team kept on basically block like put put pushing it off and put her to the side be like eh, we're not even dealing with that um as if they were calling her bluff as if she wouldn't come lot um or out i guess speak out about the situation and to see her come out on it and then to see how quick they responded or reacted was like like none of this could have like we could have kept all of this under wraps in a sense now which is good that it has come out because it seems like even other people had some form of experience with p diddy um and i hope not and I'm not saying this is not to minimize any victim or any person who has gone through similar situation, but I would hope it's more so of like let's hold him accountable and not just like oh snap if she just came out and asked for thirty million and she got whatever her undisclosed amount is let me go ahead and go get my coins too now I'm by all means get your coins take care of yourself this economy is crazy especially people like that um like take all you can like I was reading something um on our constitution like in the I don't know if it was late 1800s or early 1900s, like they were trying to make a, a an amendment um, or a law ratify the constitution where no person could own more than or have more than a million dollars. Like there should be no millionaires in the U.S. And of course, mm. that never got approved. And I was like, what would the world be like if we had like no billionaires? Like if everybody kind of like was just and I won't say basic because you can give me 900,000 right now. And the person who got 10,000, that's a big difference still. But in the grand scheme of things like that, monopolizing. Um, of just things or people. And that's what I kind of see a little bit from just P. Diddy, like where literally like, you know, more money, more problems, huh. um, as he would say, but like more money also has the potential and great possibility or great probability to solve your problems as well, where like nobody has to be in the room outside of, I'm assuming her, her team, her lawyers, and that judge who signed off on it. But like, because of NDAs, because of the way people keep things to the chest, um, or close to the vest, like nobody will ever know. Like, was it for 30 million? Was it for 25? Was it for 29.5? Was it for 10? Was it for 15? Like, you just will never know. Now, granted, it's not our business. Um, but I also don't like the fact that these things happen and then him and his team can still come out and talk like, hey, this settlement is not an admission to guilt or blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm like, not saying, I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't just say that. Like, it should be no comment. Like, hey, what? A, no comment. Like, you shouldn't say anything because I feel like it's still pokes a hole at the bear or still pokes open wounds at the victim in this case like are you serious like we know what you did and that's why you signed off on it this quickly or this swiftly um now granted i wasn't there but it's hard for me not to believe especially the way that his team 
responded to this. Like he he went to the longest of tenures or stints going back and forth with former artists about payments and money and records and signing ag- bonuses and agreements. And then this one, it was like, nah, we're not even going to play around with this one. And so, I don't know. It just sucks that people got to go through those type of things to get what they deserve, even though that's still not a full compensation of what he did, if that makes sense. Um, My thoughts are it was interesting how quickly they settled. I thought it did seem to me as an admission of guilt, even though they said it was not an admission of guilt. And my other thought, and this is nothing really about um, Cassie or wanting money or any victim you know, requiring money. But I do wonder, like, when somebody does something to you and um, what is the right form of justice, you know, for something, a crime that someone has done against you? I can understand, like, you know, if you're in an accident and now you have, you know, bills you have to pay from the accident or, or you may need help physically and all that kind of stuff. But like when someone does a crime against you, I really do wonder, and I'm not, hey, listen, if you, I mean, you can't ever get your peace of mind back from that. You can't ever get your, you know, whatever that happened can never be erased. It's always going to be, you know, with you. But I'm like, I feel like the money is like, the least they could do, but I want more. Like, I don't know what else there is you can get, but I'm like, I, there's a level of like, these, this person needs to be as distressed as they made this other person distressed. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that is jail time. And then I was thinking, I know like that sometimes, you know, if someone does something, um, even if the person that is the victim doesn't choose to press charges that law enforcement can. I don't know if this is something that can happen in this case. I don't know if it was too far long ago. I just be like, I feel like there should be more that this person has to, for lack of a better word, pay, not just the money. Like I feel like they should be able to pay in another way. That's, you know, it's never going to be as close to what the victim suffered, but I'm like, they need to pay for this. And I don't know what that looks like it, it, to me, at least jail time or something. I don't know. <laughs> Sharika, it sounds like you're talking about the Old Testament principle of eye for an eye, right? When I heard you say, I want them to feel what they made this other person feel. The unfortunate thing is like, that's very rare that you can make mm-hmm. that happen, right? Like if somebody slaps you, you slap them back, they might feel exactly <laughs> what you feel. But in these situations, oh, oh my God. Oh no. Okay. I'm so sorry. I know we're recording, but I just saw a lizard in the house. <laughs> it's okay. I'm so sorry. All right, Geico. Well, Geico, pets, leave Sabrina alone. Uh, these pets are about to fend for themselves because I'm locking myself in the office and um. This is so embarrassing, Kit Backers. I don't know if Sharika's going to delete this or not. It's up to you. You let me know if you want them to hear it or not. You literally, they can hear it, but hey. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry to these pets. I'm sorry to this house. (laughs) Pets don't care nothing about it, I'm sure. 
Oh, and it was big. Oh, I saw it running on the couch. So we leave the patio door slightly open so the cats can come in and out. And the cats are not doing their job because I was a lizard in the living room. I was walking to get a snack. And that's what I get for trying to get a snack during the middle of the podcast. Anyway, I was saying, um, I like to think in many situations, I try to think, okay, what would Jesus do? Like how, what does justice look like to God? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I feel like a lot of times it looks like the person doing what they can to make something right. And I can't put a dollar sign on what she went through. Um, That is wild. But if a person does do that thing to make it right, then in my mind, we, we do lean towards the 70 times seven of forgiveness and moving past it. If she has said she's, this is amicable. If this has given her peace, then who am I to be like, no, he needs to be repunished and punished. He needs to do this. He needs to do that. That was their situation. Right. And he has paid literally for his crimes and hopefully he's not committing crimes against other people. And at the end of the day, and I think we talked about this last episode, like no one gets away with anything. If you're a believer, right? We don't believe that. Yes, God's believe grace is not. sufficient. Um, I believe she's a believer or not. Well, you know, some people who don't believe in God would be like, some people do get away with things. Some people go to their deathbed and they don't kill people or done something or stole something and no one ever knows. But I'm talking about after this life. Yeah, exactly. As believers, we do believe everybody's going to sit on that Bema seat, right? Like that judgment. We're all going to fall under that. And for some of us, we're going to be covered by the blood of Jesus. Um, thank God. And yeah. for some of us, we have chosen to reject that, right? Uh, so, uh, this is just difficult. I really ultimately pray that he is done hurting people and using his power for evil, period. I would hope this situation would be enough, but then what is, uh, I forget, I don't know which rapper, somebody said, like, what's something to a billionaire? Like, what is 30 million or whatever she got to a billionaire? Exactly. I'm like, it feels so easy to just throw money at the situation. Is that, is that whatever million, is that really giving him pain? I'm not, I guess I shouldn't want him to have pain. I want him to have. You uh, want justice. That's fair. That's this. Mm-hmm. And also, um, repentant or like, you know, feel terrible for the thing, but like to realize the harm that he caused and for him to feel, you know, some kind of remorse for it, I guess. But, um, yeah. I mean, and he may have all of that, but we won't, how would we know? Because right. think about it before this happened and even intriguing, you can correct me if I'm wrong because I know I'm the last person who really knows what's going on outside of my little world, even in my own world, sometimes I don't know what's going on. So evidently leading up to this, P. Diddy was already doing things that seemed like he was trying to absolve himself, right? He was giving people back the rights to their music. He was um, paying other debts and things that he was accused of. So it seemed like, why is he trying to clean up house? Is something coming? And then this thing came. You know, how old is he now? Maybe over 50. Maybe he is just at a point in his life where he's like, yeah, you know, unfortunately for some people, it does take that long. Once they literally kind of slow down, they're like, yeah, I shouldn't have been doing all those things. I need to make things right. And then, it, you know what it makes me think of? 
and I know they are not the same. Who was that famous pastor who it came out after he died, I believe, that he was like misusing Robbie. massage Zach- artists? R- Robbie Zacharias. Oh, yeah. Right. And then I-, I got into like this heated discussion on the episode about like, should we still utilize his resources when we know that he's this terrible person? And then EB was just like reminding me to my recollection that like, yeah, he did those terrible things, but if his resources are still like, how much Sabrina does he have to be punished by you when I am not God? You know what I'm saying? Like how much does P did he have to be punished by us? We don't know if he's repentant. You know, I think for some people, the worst, and this sounds terrible, but honestly, for some people, the worst thing that can happen to them is their sins be found out Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of shame. There's no no amount of money. He can, he'll always be maybe the billionaire, but now he's a billionaire who did these things. Yeah. That punishment of the reputation, I guess. Yeah, girl. And, and EB, like growing up, did your parents ever say to y'all like, uh, don't embarrass me outside this house or never. Absolutely. My mom used to say like, don't sully the family name. And I'm like, sully mom, where'd you get that word? Nobody uses that, but she definitely used to say like, don't sully the family family name. So sure, maybe he's not going to jail, da, 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 but he will always be associated with this. And it's like a really slimy thing. And it doesn't matter how many children's hospitals he build, how many wells for clean water. It doesn't matter when he goes to his grave this will follow him and whatever else comes out and i think that's a pretty big punishment now definitely i I was gonna say i do agree (laughs) with that and i do believe in forgiveness i believe you know you know people repent and they do you know say that they are sorry and they are that i I believe in forgiveness so it's not like i want him to pay for the end of, of time but i guess i just the fact that you know she's been trying to receive justice for this and the fact that he waited until like basically it came out like instead of like quietly doing the right thing behind the scenes but maybe he thought maybe if he kept if he did it then then you know sometimes when you do it like that people will keep coming back i don't know i really don't yeah so it's like it's one of those things it's similar um for him it just sucks because I think Sabrina, you hit it on the head, like trying to clean up things before this drop. So like it could be a possibility of like a sense of, well, I would say repentance, but then just him and his, and it's not him, I would say his team, um, but I'm sure he guides some of what his team shares. Now I know there are some um, spokesmen and women or publicists who kind of have like full autonomy. Like they kind of, I wouldn't say they run the artist or they run the celebrity, but they kind of be like, I'm putting this out. Trust me. Like you have to go with this because it's going to mess up other business ventures or stuff like that, like this going to hit your pockets a little harder. So I get it um, from a standpoint, not necessarily, Oh, do business. Business is more than morals or ethics. I'm not saying that, but I understand a perspective of an individual coming out and not admitting fully or admitting at all to these type of situations. Um, but it just sucks that these type of things have to happen. And it creates what I will see as like a bubble for that stardom or those entrepreneurs or those billionaires or millionaires who can pay off um, these types of situations. It's like, oh, well, that dang, I'm in that same boat. Like, I just wonder in the same case, how many other celebrities have had some form of sexual assaults or domestic violence issues in their relationship that have not come public yet, but they're just sitting there like, oh, well, if I ever do, I just got to call P. Diddy, will you? Or if I ever do, I just got to make sure that the number is right. 
Or if I ever do, I got to find a way to conceal it enough where there's nothing that can take me as an individual. Like, cause you look at it, like everybody don't necessarily get the R. Kelly treatment. Um, mm-hmm. It's always mind boggling of how we operate in those spaces. Now, if you go back to that time, a lot of the challenges with R. Kelly, from what I understand is was, it was financial. Like we're not saying the stuff that he did, stuff that he did, horrendous, hideous, all that. But when you don't got money, there is nothing you can really fight. Like there is no court that you can, oh, I'm good, or I'm going to ride this out as long as I can because I got lawyers who are going to take care of this. You know, and I don't know his network. I don't know his bank accounts. But when they're, you know, getting to a point where, you know, going on tour or missing tour days or them seizing houses or forfeiting banks or not paying taxes, like now your money ain't that long where you can act all willy nilly how you want to. And then people hold you accountable because of that standpoint, because everybody get these cuts. And that's the part that's also frustrating because, you know, whether it be Cassie, whether it be the other, like you can most places you're getting a third of whatever the settlement is. So now that lawyer basically just got money by just being present. Like, I don't know what all happened behind closed doors, but it didn't seem like it took much to get a payment outside of it coming out. And then him and his team worked swiftly. Um, I think for me, it just sucks that people have to go through this regardless. And if there's anything that anybody could get out of this situation, um, it's for those of you who know people who have been victims of any type of abuse, um, be an advocate for them so they don't always feel the need to be an advocate on their own. Now, I know it's hard because some people don't want you to speak on their situation as they try to process and heal and go through their stuff. And it takes some people a little longer to come out and it takes some people who never come out. Um, But there's ways where you can be an advocate and let that person know that they're they're not alone or they're not isolated. And then the other one that we won't even have to worry about victims um, is something that we all learn. At least I learned in kindergarten and really learned it before then, but definitely in kindergarten. Just keep your hands to yourself, your hands and your feet to yourself. Like if you don't touch nobody now, granted, I know there's modes of verbal abuse, but like, you know, and that's another rule, right? Say if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Like there's, there's ways where we can just be kind to one another as a society, but P Diddy, that's correct. Take that, take that. That's all I can say. I did you hear about the one with about Wale? Did you send that to us, EB? He was a rapper that they he said dangling him, dangling he dangled him, over, him the, over a balcony. balcony. <laughs> he definitely did it. He did that. Like these this people, is what this man do, <laughs> right? Wale did not come out and say it's not true. Like P Diddy's guilty of that. He is a gangster. And the funny thing is, if you looked at him, I wouldn't. He ain't. He got money. People just scared of the money. Like, I'm pretty sure you put P. Diddy in a ring with somebody because I know there's rumors of him like choking out Drake in Miami in an alley or something like that. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Oh, have mercy. Y'all can look that up and you'll hear like little, and then depending on, I think Drake has said something about it to like clear it up in like a song, like a little, um, not necessarily a sneak disc, but like a bar of like, you know, you had your hands around my home. Uh, so he says the person named so-and-so neck and not mine. So something like that. Um, but it's just like, it's that money, that money and that power. Like you can do a lot when you have that around you or with you. But like, I don't know. Like I, the mafia I, or the cartel or something. Yeah, I wouldn't fear Listen, him. Listen, Trump in, in told us. Ring. He said, yeah, you can grab him by the pussy, anything. Man, you say you can, you can. He said you can do that. He said you can kill him in the middle of the busiest intersection. Wait, in New York. he said you can kill happen. him. Yeah, not the he lady, said but he the person could. said you he could said shoot him. He, he said he, nobody would do anything. He said nobody would do anything. I forgot. It was in New York. He said it in New York. Like I could be in the middle of the street, shoot him dead or something like that, and no, uh-huh. nobody, nothing would happen to me. Oh, right, the man crazy. But that's what uh-huh. happened. When you got that money. It's like, and I don't know their circles, right? I've never been, um, and you know, I've never been that wealthy because I wouldn't even call that rich. That's just a different type of wealth. I've never been that wealthy to understand what happens in those rooms. 
Like, cause we know what we see that comes out, but just how, like how many stories don't come out where people are settling of different situations. Like there's so like, Oh no, you just watch just how the rich operates in different cities and States. And you'd be like, they only got away with that because of the money that they got. I was thinking about when he when he they tried to threaten the lady that was counting the ballots in Georgia. Yeah, Trump just different. Well, I would say Sabrina. Um, I don't know if it's just money. I think it's just power in in general. And when people think that somebody else's power can impact their life in a huge way, because think about the organization that we are a part of and what we've seen certain people do who are quote unquote higher up and get away with. And for some of us, we're sitting there slack jawed. Like, did that just happen? And it's like, yes, because this person can impact this person's livelihood where they move net. They can impact the budget item for this. They can impact that. So I say all that to say like, for people who stand in judgment of Cassie, until you're in a position where somebody who's powerful can impact your life in a certain way, and you can say in that time you stood up, you said whatever, then hold back because you don't know what that's like. And I can think of two examples for myself. The North Carolina Sabrina who let somebody grab her by the arm, who let a supervisor call her stupid B-I-T-C-H in front of a whole band of adults. And I was a teen. I was my own mini virgin. Well, I'm not compare compare myself to Cassie because I don't I wasn't doing the white nail polish and all that but you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. I allowed certain things to happen to me because what I wanted to do next and this person was the person I was in college volunteering but I wanted a certain position and I was willing to put up with the BS because I was like I need to be able to get into this position and that person did hire me and they eventually got fired outside of what they were doing to me they were just like probably not the best vibe for the ministry (laughs) that time in their life um God bless them I hope they're doing better now but you know what I'm saying but then I can think of Florida version of Sabrina who put up with no I didn't care if you were the top or the bottom you're all getting the same energy right because in my mind God is sovereign over all this he showed me that and you're gonna get yours and if I get in trouble for calling you out then oh well so I wouldn't I would just put a pause before judging Cassie's actions um, another story of, of someone who we talked about a little bit ago and and then some things have come out about their situation is uh, Kiki Palmer, and you maybe a week or two ago at this point, um, she had filed a restraining order against him, saying that he was abusive. There were pictures that came out of him grabbing her, and um, it, then her mom, who has been I've been here the whole time, and you don't really ever hear too much from her mom. Her mom even came out and spoke up about how the guy was abusing her. And the guy's brother is in the uh, the um, entertainment industry and how she confronted the brother about it. And he basically seemed to blow it off. So um, I'm assuming you guys, have you guys heard about the things going on with Kiki Palmer and her, the father of her child? We had talked a little bit about it when we talked about the video surveillance, like coming out um, mm-hmm. in the pictures, but I didn't, I haven't seen any more updates on that situation. Yeah, I go ahead, Sharika. No, go ahead, Sabrina. Um, I'm not sure how far we got on the pod. I think initially, uh, when Evie was telling us that mm-hmm. video came out, you and I were shocked. Yeah, that it had even progressed that far because I we knew that their restraining order had happened, but we didn't know that there was domestic violence involved. Since then, uh, just to build on what Evie shared with us. It did come out that, you know, there is more footage and there are witnesses to some of his behavior. And 
it's just heartbreaking because you think back to that situation that happened when she was at the Usher concert and the situation that happened where like a picture of her was posted in the bikini and he kind of blew up about it. I'm not saying every partner who comments on your outfit or who has like these little controlling moments becomes an abuser, but those are certainly huge red flags. And at that time we talked about it and kind of blew it off. We thought little videos she made was funny, but I'm like, oh my gosh, it, it was always there in plain sight. This is an unhealthy person who does not need to be in a relationship with someone else. Love is not controlling in that way. And there is trust in a loving relationship. And we talked about that. I was like, you know, if Doug's at a concert and Beyonce like dances with Doug, I'm not phased. If anything, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> like, I'm like, dang it. And at home, I might be like, oh, so, so that was funny. That was cute. That was fun. You know, I'm going to poke fun at him, but I get it. Uh, that situation that her, the child of her father had, his reaction blowing up, being like online and all that, it was so classic abuser. So ultimately in that situation, I'm heartbroken because whenever like there's somebody you love and they have this sickness, it's, it sucks because you have love for them, but also ultimately the safety of you. And especially if you have a child involved, that trumps everything. So if anybody's listening and you're in that sort of situation, you sometimes you have to love people from afar and that's even outside of violence. Sometimes there are friends, family, whatever. If somebody's unhealthy for you, mentally, physically, emotionally, love them from afar. Don't let that love get you hurt. And I'm so glad she was brave enough to do that. And she didn't say like, oh, the baby's so young or da-da-da-da-da. She's mm-hmm. like, nope, it's a wrap. And I'm like, yes, sis, it is. Run, run far. So yep. yeah, that's really my only comment. I'm just glad she got away from him. Yeah, and I the reason why I brought that up was just in juxtaposition to this whole Cassie Diddy situation, because in this situation, Kiki has the money and maybe some would say the power, but that doesn't mean that those people could not be in a place of abuse and things like that. So it's so interesting, like the dynamics are a little different, but this person still was suffering with abuse and and being treated terribly. And like Sabrina was saying, anybody could be in that position. And um, it's just interesting, um, like it, like the brother had first said, well, the moms, Kiki's mom said the brother was like, oh, yeah, I used to be like that, brushing it off. And then he posted something about, oh, he needs the brother, his brother needs to get help and blah, 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 blah. And then he deleted the post. So it's been a lot of back and forth, but I do pray that she gets the help that she needs. And it, it I, I really didn't recognize it at the time, you know, like Sabrina saying, some of these are classic cases. I mean, not classic examples of like how someone can be. Um, controlling and stuff. I did not recognize that. And I was just like, wow. To realize that she was going through all that and then, you know, try to play some of it off and make a joke with the song and all that. But I hope this man does get help because it's just crazy to hear that. And I hope she gets the help she needs to, to recover from that situation. I'm glad you brought up those power dynamics because that is another part of the conversation. People say like, oh, well, you know, if you are depending on a man for everything, that's why I end up in that situation. It's like, no, 
abusers are abusers, whether mm-hmm. they are working at the corner store or making billions of dollars, right? Like, let's just call it what it is. And females are females, I guess. Did, side note, did y'all know females is like evidently like a negative term now? I don't know. I can't keep up. It's like politically correct, evidently, to say female. I was going to say girls, women can also be abusers. Um, it can look like anyone, anytime, and it's never the victim's fault. Abusers are just abusers. So what, what words are people supposed to use? I don't uh, know. I, I guess ladies bad too. Boys. Lady or woman, one of our bad too. I can't keep up. I I just, there was like a whole dissertation thing in some Facebook. I think the name of the group I'm on is like Female Friends of Riverview. I joined it when I first moved to Riverview. I never do anything with that group. But I did see this post because someone said something about females. And they were like, uh, no, don't call me female. Da, da, da. And they're like, I mean, if you Google this, you'll be surprised what you'll find. And people feeling so strongly about female. And for me, it just boils down to that thing again, people feeling strongly about things that won't really change the heart of the problematic issue. It's kind of like when we were saying Black Lives Matter and then people were like, oh, here's a coffee. Now we're going to take Aunt Jemima off of the syrup. It's like, we just want to stop being shot in the street. Can y'all stop focusing on the syrup? Like, <laughs> it's like that kind of stuff. And Uncle so Ben like, and all that. Like, who cares about, right. the, like, about the rice? In the syrup. <laughs> yeah, they were focused. Um, is it like our people, that are, our culture, that's like, stop focusing on the wrong things. You're focusing on the wrong things. Golly. Right. We're focusing on the right things. We're like, shout out to all the women who are calling out their abusers or getting away from their abusers, pressing charges on their abusers, being like, I'll choose being a single mom over being with you. That's totally fine. Amen. (laughs) That amen to all of that, because it's not worth it. And anybody in your life that would make you feel like it is anybody who it costs judgment, anybody that would try to encourage you to stay in an unself situation. They're not your person. Trust me on your deathbed. You're not going to be thinking about them. You're not going to be thankful for them. You know, Take care of yourself. Be in a healthy situation. Uh, golly. And that just, I really, really like Kiki Palmer. Man. No. Mm. I secretly hope she comes out with like a tell-all. Is that crazy? And I shouldn't care that much? I don't, I just, um, I don't know if I want to tell-all. I don't know what I want, but I just want her to, I don't know. I just want her to come back stronger, bigger, and better. And I think she will. I saw that she's supposed to be hosting Soul Train Awards, some kind of award. So I don't know if that was pre-recorded or whatever. I don't know if she'll say something on that if it wasn't. But I just want the best for her. Same. Um, I feel like because of her personality, even her coming out with that song with Usher, in mm-hmm. hindsight, knowing that this person was like choking her and like being rough with their baby, like I just think of her as very brave. Yeah. Like yeah. if. I was going through that. I would definitely leave the person with the quickness, but also I don't know if I would be like poking the bear either. <sighs> so she's very brave. And I also want, and we probably will never get it. I want the surviving P Diddy documentary. <laughs> Gotta see oh, it. I, I want... will get that. I don't know. I want Wale to talk about being dangled. I want Kid <laughs> Cuddy to talk about his car blowing up. <laughs> P. Diddy, this is not a, a rap video. You can't really be blowing people's 
<laughs> I don't know if they will all talk, but I'm sure there's other people that might talk, just like that R. Kelly one. You know, some of the people, I don't want to say no names, but people that maybe we, that aren't in the limelight, you know, may talk. And that's another thing. It's so interesting that, like, that was the other thing I was thinking about, the Diddy thing. All the people that he did this to celebrities, so I'm sure he did this to people who are not celebrities. People were like, what happened to, where's Fonsworth Bentley? Um, who used to be his, like, I don't know what he was. He used to carry his umbrella. I knew that. But, like, I am interested to be like, y'all see this man and still be like, do y'all walk by him in the awards or whatever and still got to act like y'all cool? Like, or do they ignore him? Do they stay away from him? Like, because I felt like a lot of celebrities like Diddy and were cool with Diddy, but I'm wondering, like, were y'all, like, faking the funk in front of people and giving him the side eye? I'm just really wondering the dynamics Fuck behind no, the scenes. No, they love Diddy. No! Like, you better go, like, I won't, well, yeah, I can say it to y'all, but um, I'm saying it to the pod, but I'm saying it to y'all. After we get off the pod, just go, like, Google P. Diddy parties and watch how people talk about him. Like, he is different. He's, like, the cool guy in the celebrity world. Like, mm-hmm. he's the fun guy. He has the best parties. He has the best venues. He has the best entertainment. He has the I'm taking care of everybody type of situation. Um, Everybody loves everybody. Like, I don't think that many people is faking the phone. Now, some people do not rock with it at all. Like, I will say, um, I'm going to send y'all a video off the pod where y'all could check it out and be like, oh, dang. So there are some people who are aware of how he re- how he reacts and how he is in certain places and spaces. Um, 50 Cent being one of those, some other people. But I'll send y'all videos where y'all can just, I don't necessarily say get laughs because, I don't know, you might be like, oh, this is very sad that this is that this is out there and people don't seem to hold him accountable. But it's funny. It's It was funny to me to watch how people respond to P. Diddy and some of the parties that he be having. But I don't think that many people are faking the funk. Now, are there some? Absolutely. I'm sure. It's the world of entertainment. Like, you're going to get people who fake the funk or it's just a com- I won't say, I guess you can say somewhat like of a common courtesy. I'm in passing. I see you. Hey, or oh, snap, that's P. Diddy, who as a kid, I love this person. Whereas Sabrina had talked about just the different songs, the way he just used to have the rap game or the music game in a chokehold. Like, it's like he that's his song. Like, he was the producer of that or he was the one who was with the ad live so he had the hook so you got celebrities who'll be like oh let me get a picture with p diddy um and then after that it's just like oh that's how he really is and it's just sad and it sucks that's what i was thinking it seemed like he was the party guy so i'm like did y'all know about this do y'all know the side of him i mean sharika think about people in your own organization that you may have had one experience with them that was just wild and terrible and other people don't have that experience with them. And they pass by you and it since chills up your spines, but they're chopping it up. They're doing this program. They're praying with these people. They're leading this thing. And it's awesome. Just because a person is one way with one person doesn't mean they're the same way with other people. And you might hear rumors about yeah. that, but people don't really respond to that. Especially, once again, you're talking about a powerful person who has lots of money. Like, if this person is paving my way to success or opening these doors for me and I heard that they spit on a homeless person it's like how much am I going to really look into that I might turn a blind eye I might be like but that's none of my business though especially if I see the homeless person chopping it up with them I'm like maybe this bit wasn't so bad (laughs) that's terrible probably not the best example but that's like that's what I think of like yeah Think mm-hmm. about Jeffrey Epstein, how many people chopped it up with him. And I know those rumors were known because I knew about those rumors and I'm like I'm nowhere close to Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? 
Right about that. Well, well, well. Very interesting. And I guess only time will tell that. Listen, Netflix, if you put that at, out, I am watching. I gotta see it. I gotta see it. <laughs> well, our scripture today is uh, somewhat similar to the things we've been talking about. As a kid, this was my favorite book of the Bible. I just felt like it was very relatable because it was like, what's the point of it all? At the end of the day, just love God, love people. Don't forget them while you're young, etc. And those of you who know the word, you know I'm talking about Ecclesiastes. That's where our scripture comes from today. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19. A feast is made for laughter. Wine makes life merry. And money is the answer for everything. That's shitty. That money is the answer for you. But please remember at the end of the day, God has a final say and it's his um, judgment and hopefully his grace and the love of Jesus that we're under. EB, what are you expounding on today? Um, Not too much to expound on because, of course, as always, here at the Kickback, we want you to make sure you do your own um, research and do your own homework, so to speak. Um, but there are still people who are part of Proud Boys who's getting sentenced for the January 6th riot. But also, um, from what I understand, the House Speaker has allowed for over however many thousands of video footage to be released. And now it's, um, of course, because that's just how the media operates. There's some people saying that there were plants on the right who caused the insurrection. There are others who are saying the insurrectionists should get more time and some of them should be there for life. Um, some of them who were, I guess you could say, police letting people in certain doors and avenues. Um, but if you're bored over this Thanksgiving break and you're sitting there just like, hey, I don't got much to do, but I want to read up on this stuff or I want to see footage of it. From what I understand, it got released and it's somewhere online. But that's all I got for y'all. Nothing too crazy. Which I recommend it for the people. I, I was gonna yeah. say, why we? Get, I'm ready for Trump to go down too, but I, I'm. I think I'm gonna just give up on that. Wait, you're ready for what to go down? For Trump to get his. Sharika. I know. I know it's not gonna happen. And Diddy ain't go to jail. Exactly. <laughs> um, I feel like Diddy. Well, Diddy might be have more like finances at his immediate disposal but trump is so well connected which i'll be sad if during the political year i took a break from the podcast because i can't i can't talk about trump i can't live through it again talk about him we don't have to talk about him i like literally i hate that this thing as a believer right i want to believe that i know god is sovereign right when eb let us know like the polls are showing he's a front runner for the Republican Party. I said, God got it. In that moment, I felt confident. I don't know if I was in church or not. Maybe me being in church made me feel that confident. But in this moment, I do. it makes me nervous. It makes me sad. It makes me wonder what the future of America is under such leadership. And some people may say, like, I'm being dramatic, but how many riots? I mean, we had the thing that happened with January 6th. The leadership in the White House, the turnover was crazy. Like, I am not being dramatic. Just look at the history from four years ago. It was not great. So, uh, I don't know how y'all can be calm. It really makes me nervous. It's the world we live in. 
Yeah, we got a little, I, we got, we, for me, it's always been like I got to deal with it regardless. Whether mm. it's good, I got to deal with it. Whether it's bad, I got to deal with it. Whether it's great, I got to deal with it. Whether it's mutual and like it's good and bad, it's ebbs and flows. I still got to deal with it. So I got to find a way. Um, and I'm not saying this to minimize <laughs> the tough thoughts that people have to go through in these situations, but I have to try to minimize the negativity or the negative aspects of it at all costs because then I can find myself in a rabbit hole so to speak and frustrated with mankind as a whole not just our political um infrastructure or just those who are at the white house or senates or congressmen or house representatives but like i'll get like i'll see any and everybody and kind of just see red because i'll just be frustrated and like red and red as in like frustration anger and blood not red as in political party people i know how some of y'all get when y'all hear certain things um but it'll just be so many i don't know i'll just be on 10 24 7 and i know i can't live healthy in that space for myself or for those around me and i guess we just you know there's nothing we can do but you know we just got this is where these are the moments where we trust in the sovereignty of the lord that's all we got is the sovereignty of the lord and just the you know that God got it that God has got it. Uh, well, in that case, what are we recommending? Jesus Obviously, we're recommending what? that exactly that God got it. <laughs> Keep the faith. <laughs> Any recommends for the Thanksgiving table? Well, I guess when this comes Ooh. out, uh, Thanksgiving will be over. Like for Black Friday shopping, anything, Sharika? You sounded excited. Oh, I was thinking about Thanksgiving food. I was going to say, what food are we? Uh, I know it's Thanksgiving has passed, but uh, top two Thanksgiving dishes you love. That's what I was going to ask y'all. For me, turkey and my cousin's macaroni and cheese. Everything oh, else is just a plus. EB likes turkey. A lot of people have been hating on turkey. A lot of people don't like turkey. I, don't I only mind. eat turkey in November, I, like January through yeah. Like Same. December through December through October, you ain't gonna catch me eating turkey. Like you can do the they just I don't know why. I, like I would prefer chicken, beef. Um, I even do pork, but I ain't I don't I don't care for turkey outside of Thanksgiving. Outside of the month of November, let me say that. Yeah, I've done it for Christmas. I don't mind it then, but like the holiday season, I'm cool with the turkey. I don't really get it any other time. But Sabrina, I did want to tell you, my brother is with Dove on this. He never, not necessarily wants to go to go to Corral, but he's like, he does not want, he's like, I'd rather go to a restaurant for Thanksgiving. He's like, I don't really like Thanksgiving food. I love Thanksgiving food because you only get it to me in this little bit of time of the year. So I enjoy it every time it comes around. My top two, macaroni and cheese and and that's only if it's for my mom or i like mine's too or and the sweet potatoes i like the ones with the little crumbles on the top with the nuts i like the ones with the marshmallows as long as y'all know how to cook the sweet potatoes i do like that oh and the corn pudding or corn casserole is a is a um is a bonus for me yeah, I have to say mac and cheese too, which is so wild that some parts of the country don't consider mac and cheese as part of the Thanksgiving spread. And I'm just like, what do you mean? You're really, <laughs> so, yeah. I had a friend from up north that was like, yeah, my first Thanksgiving in the South, they were just like, where's the mac and cheese? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so shout out to us Southerners because mac and cheese would definitely be one. And believe Thank it or you. not, I love the ocean spray cranberry sauce. I'm a basic gal. I love it. And I love it refrigerated. It's got to be cold. 
Oh, yes. Okay. And this is, I might take it too far, but I even like the one, like I like the can. I like the slice, but I even like the ones with the berries in it. I love it all. The cranberry sauce would be great. I love it. Um, and to your brother's point, absolutely not. Thanksgiving is a holiday for cleaning the dishes after <laughs> filling your refrigerator with all the leftovers, like being so full and just being home. Yeah, so yeah, I, I don't know. You can always go to a restaurant, but Thanksgiving, come on. He doesn't, I, don't, I think he just doesn't like the Thanksgiving food. And this That's year, good. I've never heard him say that, but this year he's really been like, I really just want to go to a restaurant. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Who are oh. you? Who are you? Where did you grow up? Like, <laughs> my recommend, um, I am recommending that this holiday season that you really are intentional with being with your loved ones. We, as we talked about, life is crazy and we never know what tomorrow holds. So let's hold our loved ones and, you know, really spend time with them. I'm recommending you get your Christmas decorations out and get ready for the holiday season. Turn up with joy this year and spread the love. And that's my recommendation. I love it, Sharika. Um, I am recommending this show, The Fall of the House of Usher. It's evidently a, I don't want to say remake, remake, but an adaptation of an Edgar Allan Poe uh, story. Y'all know that he was the king of like those little creepy short poems and novels. I think one was about, oh, of course I'm going to forget it now. But I remember them all right before I said this. I just remember the, the clock heart. ticking. Yes, the telltale heart and the clock was ticking. And it was like the time was up for the person's heartbeat and being in school. Like, this is creepy. Why are we reading this? But I actually like this little show. It's on Netflix. It's about this family. It's giving a mixture of like secession and um just kind of I guess it would be sci-fi and I murder mystery all those things kind mm. of combined into one uh Doug was watching it and then I kind of got sucked in but I like it and I don't like scary shows at all I feel like life is scary enough so mm. if you're not into something scary don't worry you can still watch this um there's a couple of jump scares here and there but it's more like trying to figure out the mystery of it all so the follow the house of usher on Netflix that's so funny you said that, Sabrina, because our friend Tanya did recommend that to me and she was telling me about it. And I was thinking, girl, I'd be scared. I don't know. But now that you're saying that you watch it and you like it, I'm like, oh, if Sabrina can watch it, you know, I think we have similar taste in that way. Maybe I yeah. want to give it a try. Yeah, it's good. EB, you may be on mute. I don't know. <laughs> I was on mute and I was talking away. I Look was just going to say, I'm like, EB ain't going to give us his recommends. What's going on? My recommend for you guys is a book. Um, I know some of y'all don't like reading, but you may have had goals of reading this year and you haven't read one book yet. Um, the book that I have for you as we kind of, I, I won't say kind of, because there was really no wrapping up on the P. Diddy and Cassie situation. Like these are ongoing situations in the world that impact um, people all the time, so to speak. So we'll always be an advocate for people to keep their hands to themselves. But this is a book by um, Rebecca McKay that says, I have some questions for you where it just breaks down. Um, it's kind of like a, it's a, a, I guess you could say somewhat of a, a mysterious book that has some, a dissection of Me Too um, social dynamics and how those things play into the world that we're living um, today. But for those of you who enjoy reading new things and you like little 
tongue twisters, things of suspense, this might be the book for you. Also, for all of our Floridians, I just want to remind y'all um, that in general, just stay focused on elections and what happens locally and in the state. We have a crazy governor who is mm. getting ready to enact a new law, um, shielding his private or government, I would say all his travels to the public, um, where he's basically about to go against it. Well, he's currently going against the Constitution, where he's not sh- allowing his travel records to be made public. And for me, as just uh, a law-abiding citizen and a tax-paying citizen, I would wonder why. Like, every other governor mm-hmm. has done this in the state of Florida, and they had nothing to hide. But um, I-, I just wonder where our governor is going, where he would want to conceal um, his travels to the people. But that's the world that we live in. But that's why you got to vote. Make sure you get the right people in office who's not going to go against the Constitution that they, on their inauguration day, swore that they were going to, or they're swearing in day, that they were going to stand by. Um, and some people go against that. Some day one, some day 200. Still, you shouldn't go against it, especially on stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for you this week. Again, if there's anything that y'all want us to talk about, there's things that y'all feel like we've missed in the world of sports or culture or news or politics or life we would love to chop chop it up about those things remember you can always message us on facebook or you can text us or on instagram but as always we hope that you enjoyed this episode of the kickback and if life tries to knock you down make sure you kick back until next time